maybe season five we finally go away from. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. It it feels like our shtick at this point. It's like a long form bit. Yeah, but yeah. it's free and accessible. Why wouldn't and that's use what it? we care about? Exactly, Maddie. On the podcast this week, we have your friend Brendan on the podcast. Very fun podcast, I think. Gotta keep think it so? witty. Did you like him? I felt like I had to keep it sharp, you know? I like when I have to stay sharp. He's funny. Yeah, it was a good talk. I liked it a lot. All right. Enjoy the podcast. We'll talk on the other side. Uh, let me stop looking at my cell phone. Oh, yeah. Let me stop looking at mine, too. Yeah. Well, I did that thing where I, like, thought I would have enough time and then didn't because I always underestimate how long or like how bad traffic gets at like 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then got done with training and was like, mm, not going to make it. So I hadn't really looked at my phone, but it's OK. I don't need to. I don't need to. We can be wireless offline. We're, we're just going to be present here in the moment on Skype. So I guess the moment is really 2007. Feels like it. Sure feels like it. <laughs> the question is, did you have Skype already downloaded or did you have to go and actively download it? I did have to update my Skype and re-update my password. And I'm glad I did this before, but I did. And I had used Skype in the past. Thank you for slumming it with us. <laughs> Everybody, no. today on the pod... We have dear friend, Brendan McKay. Dear, dearest of friends. Dearest of friends. We go all the way back to, I don't know, August, I guess. I would say August, probably. Or maybe, when when was the dance callback? Oh, July, maybe. Mayhaps. Mm-hmm. June, even. Who's to May. say? For Deep those roots. listeners, for those listeners that are really keeping score of Maddie Lego's life. Mm-hmm. We were in a production of Wild Party by Andrew Lepa. 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 And we if we originally met probably doing some kind of silly bit at that dance callback. I'm certain. I don't know. I was very shy. I didn't really talk to anyone. And the thing is like all of you all somewhat knew each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like or like you knew people there. I did not, but I pretended like Really? I did. Um, yeah, not a soul. So your sad rising was shining. Mine was smoldering. Yes, it was just it's a small smolder. I was going to talk about Skype again, but I would like to just blaze right past that and talk about Brendan's uh, big three. Because I'm very <laughs> passionate about it because we share two of the three same Ooh. placements, which we learned uh, the other night when other we were night. hanging out. Yeah, Maddie came to my musical improv show called The Sound of Musical. Our next show is December, wait for it, December 16th at the Pack Theater in Hollywood. So December 16th, mark your calendars. And uh, yeah, Maddie came to my show and it was, how would you describe it in four words? Oh, four words? Yeah. Do they have to be consecutive words or can they just be words? They can just be words. Funny. Oh. Difficult, oh. which we'll get into. Inspiring. Oh. And fun. Great. That that's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, 
For those of you who don't know what musical improv is, Hannah, um, it's essentially what it sounds like, right? So we know improv comedy is just playing games sort of and doing um, comedy that is created on the spot. Musical, it's taking it one step further and they are literally putting together an hour long musical production, original production on the spot. Just the group of them coming up with a musical on the spot from the music to the dancing, to the, to the line acting, all of it. So it is incredibly difficult what these comedians improvisers are doing. Um, and yeah, I just big, big ups to you because I know you've done this now for a while. Your team, your group's been together. How long? Uh, we've been together for eight years. I know the two of there's two of us that have been there for eight years. One guy who's been there for seven, and then the other guy is like a year. So we're kind of in like a transitionary period right now, where <clears throat> we're trying to get more cast members, and it's like it's very not fun because it's like you have to be good at so many things. Like you have to yeah. be a good singer, you have to be a good storyteller. I think that's the thing that's hard. The hardest thing to find is people that are good storytellers you have to be a good improviser you have to be funny you have to be a good musician it's like there's so many things that yeah that go into it but uh yeah it's just been tough finding people that like and also finding people that are like interested in uh committing yeah. to like a regular thing mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's crazy yeah how well, often do you do it would you say we do like a it's monthly show and then we do monthly. like two two or three rehearsals a month that's incredible. Nice. That's right. We rehearse improv. Well, you have of... to practice making stuff up. We're talking about yeah. practice. How is practicing going to make my team oh, better? I... Talk about practice. Absolutely. Yeah. We the first year we only practiced, so we we would rehearse four times a month, and uh, didn't have any shows because we were like going through the gauntlet. And I'm glad we did that. Um, yeah. Of the team that is currently there, only two of us went through that gauntlet, and it's myself and this guy Connor, who's a a mastermind. He's like the the daddy. I call him the the daddy of the group because he started it, and he's the, he's the leader. He's the leader of the pack, and I'm like the uh, assistant to the general manager. Is how a self proclaimed assistant to the general manager. Yeah. What's the what's the leader's astrological birth sign? Ooh, he I think he's born in March. I think he's an a, Aries. I think he's as an the Aries. leader. That Incredible. makes sense. And so Incredible. Brendan, getting back to this, yeah. he's a Capricorn son, which makes sense to have been a part of something oh, yeah. for eight years. You gotta be I don't quit anything. Yeah. It has to fall <laughs> yeah. apart on someone else's choice. Watch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. But his moon is a Libra and his rising is a Sag. Nice. Oh, that's a good chart. I feel that's very balanced. I, I agree. Think so yeah. I have a lot of I, I I love this this little thing called life, as they call it. I'm having a great time. Yeah, good. I love that. That makes one of us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm on my way. I feel like we're on our way up. It'll yeah. be good. It'll be good. Hannah, what part of uh, the Americas are you in? I I am in Chicago, Illinois. But I'm going to live in Colorado soon. 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Wow, did I hit a, a, a soft subject? No, no, I just haven't said it on the podcast yet that I'm moving. Are you in witness protection? I wish. With, <laughs> witness protection is a wild, that is so wild. Okay, we can't get into that. How many people in witness protection have you met and or killed, Hannah? Okay, listen. Have you ever seen My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin? That sends me back. But it is so funny. And he is in witness protection. He's a New York mobster. That's what he is. Um, So they relocate him and he is just a monster. But he's so fun. Like a fun monster. It's very... And John Cusack is in it. As only Steve Martin can be is a fun monster. Yes, exactly. Rick Morris. Rick oh, Moranis. Thank you. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a great movie, though. I recommend it. It's very funny. Hmm. Um, but it's witness protection. Dope. And so if that movie exists and it's funny, all witness protection must be funny, right? I think so. Why wouldn't it be? I think the premise It's gotta of, be. Yeah, it's like you get to start a brand new life. Yeah. I know. Under a different name, that's, like, has to be the most mind-blowing experience ever. Yeah. I I love it. I think that's why there's so many fun premises that come out of it. Yes. Yeah, I could do that. Are there... Maddie, Maddie, what would your witness uh, witness protection life be? Like, what would would the new life be that you choose? Because you couldn't do acting. Right. I would probably... I think I would like literally be a farmer. Like I would do something so labor forward because I would have to be moving. I do not do well with like stationary work. So I think I'd have to like pick up a trade. Yeah. I've become like a foppish uh, diner server. Like I already serve tables right now, but I would just be like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? You want a, you, you want a pumpkin pie today or you want the apple pie? I think it's good. It's in season right now. <laughs> I love Where's that. Where's your dream relocation spot? I guess the South, just to see what I could fuck around with. I've never messed with the South that much. I've never really been to the South, mm. but I feel like eh, maybe it'd be intolerable. I don't know. Where should I go? Portland? Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, how far do you have to go? Right. Especially now with the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do they generally hide, like, okay, so if you're from New York, they they send you to the Midwest or like, I mean, I I wouldn't mind going there. I wouldn't mind going to the mid. It's easy to get lost in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You probably, you're either in one of the Dakotas or the Midwest. Is the Dakotas in the Midwest? Technically. Of course. Jesus. Tom's going to text me about that. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh, that that's okay. I don't know my states well, but that's the South, right? Uh, Southwest. 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 I w- it's like it's far enough. Like I don't know. Phoenix is a very like purple. Oh, but that's considered South. State. Okay, that's different than South. I gotcha. 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 Yeah, it's not the South. Like we don't have the accents or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we did though. I say that's y'all at work all the time, but only just to not single out. Or just not piss off anything. Y'all feminists. means all, baby. Y'all yeah. means all. All of you. I had a I had a college professor at Northern Area near the Arizona University where I went. And um, you know, I was like 20 years old. It was my first like exposure to a feminist mm-hmm. in Arizona. <laughs> like it was like the first feminist person I've ever met. She's like, Yeah, don't say guys. You gotta say y'all. And I'm like, 
I guess I do. And so I've been doing it ever since because she scared me. I from the Midwest, it is it is a tough habit to break. I try and say everyone or when I'm typing emails, I'm always like, hi, all. But it is guys comes out so quick. That's a it's been hard to break. Yeah. Yeah. Because guys are I, I think like in your defense, though, guys are universally awesome men. I know that's what I don't like. So, that's what I hate about it. So I say girlies. So like I'll say girlies oh. all the time now. I like started oh. pushing that forward. Absolutely. And I we use, both do. We refer yeah. to all of the fans of this podcast as girlies. Like if you if you like it, you're a girly. You gotta be a girly. Hey girlies. Also, thing. It's very interesting. Um, because it's something I think we all sitting here have probably had instances where someone said something about it, yada, yada, whatever. But it's like, I wrestle in an all women's company and I probably each day at training 10 times people say, okay, guys, guys, guys. I'm like, there's literally not a single guy in this room. Right. Like, why are we doing that? Why is that our default? What if they like, what if they just started started saying like, all right, pussies, let's get everybody. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, cunts. Ooh. I think there, I mean, like, I think there is something fun. Like, I came from sports. I wrestled in high school. I, I, I dropped out of my musical theater class to do a weight training class because I was stupid. But um, <laughs> I thought that you needed abs to get a girlfriend, and I was just so lonely. I wanted a girlfriend. And You I, get a girlfriend doing musical theater. Come on. That's what I was talking about today with my friend Antonio at work. He's like, you would have cleaned up. You would have been the only straight guy. I was like, straight-ish, buddy. First of all, straight-ish. First off, fuck you for assuming. Secondly, (laughs) I I would have pulled. I would have pulled. I probably, maybe. I was just, when I first started doing it, I was just such a little baby boy. Uh, That's, this is a tangent. What I was talking about, where I was going with this, is the, the, in sports, like, just like that, like, all right, guys, like, all right, dickheads, like just like this, like, <laughs> and and I want to know what the female equivalent is for that, and if there isn't, Maddie, maybe you can start pushing it. I call people bitches all the time. Granted, it's like part of my gimmick now. Yeah. Exactly. And also, I am not someone. I think that that is a word that for some people is triggering. To me, it is not. That's good. That's good that you don't have any uh, trauma with. The B word. I will use the B word because I'm a man and I understand that me saying mm-hmm. bitches is bad. Yeah. But don't cut that out because I, I want everyone to say, I want to take the power back. Okay. On, exactly. On behalf of all men. <laughs> I want to take the power back for saying that word. So Right. Uh, exactly. You're saying it sweetly. I guess people really don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird being like a straight presenting, like, I don't know. I, I'm person. relatively a person and yeah. And like having like my thoughts and attitudes on life because I'm just like, I'm in the queer, like most of my friends are queer. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, we're all in like this drag space where everything is like unicorns and fun and like, mm-hmm. let's just have a good time. But then there's like yeah. this other subsect of liberal uh, insanity where it's like, there's all these people that are offended by everything. And then it's just like, where, where do we go, guys? What do we do with this? I'm from Arizona, so I got a lot of Republican inside of me, but I hide it. I hide you, it good. You hide it well. <laughs> I hide it well. No, I don't. I, I vote Democrat. FYI, just everyone. Sorry, Dad. My dad voted Democrat, too, last election. So 
Yay, like daddy! A, wow. Yeah. He realized realized the error in his ways. Oh, I That's love incredible. that for him. Yeah. I love that. Bro. Shout out to my fa- shout out to my father. He just had a shoulder surgery, so Scott, we're thinking about you, babe. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's feeling better. It's on oxycodone. Sh- I mean, oh. I think he. I mean, he's in a lot of pain, but yeah, they like went in there and flipped his shoulder around, had to take all his tendons out and use That's a spotter. Tough. He's always like, oh, make sure you use a spotter whenever you're doing bench press, son. Whenever you use, because that's how he screwed it up. It's doing bench. So Maddie, when you're hitting the weights, yeah, have a spot. Your dad is dragging me right now. My dad also this past year had a major shoulder surgery because he has had a rotator cuff injury for the last decade. Like needed to get it taken care of, and he finally last winter was like doing something and took a tumble and like tore, and it was finally like, no, you got to do something about this. Maddie, I imagine your dad is like a Viking, just like a nice, jolly Viking. No, not at all. No, my dad looks like a politician. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt Romney, that's my dad. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Yeah. And then mom is a Viking then. Um, she, sort of. She's a she's all of her siblings were really tall, but she's like five six, which is not like short, short, but she's Crazy. shorter than me. Um, but she's just like a blonde show mom, I should say. But also like a boss bitch. Hell yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Not Vikings. I would would just like to say my dad also got a shoulder surgery within the past, I think, two years. He had a reverse shoulder replacement. So shout out all our dads. What are we learning about boomers right now? (laughs) What's going on? It's the replacement part time. The boomers had a lot of weight on their shoulders, you know, when you really yeah. think about it, metaphorically speaking. Well, yeah, their parents were garbage, garbage mess. parents, lots of immigrant, like my, my parents, you know, my mother is an Italian immigrant. And so she, she hasn't had sh- shoulder surgery, but she, she bared the brunt of that, that mm-hmm. bird. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always say, you know, these, the parents, our parents had parents that were even parented by people that were all fighting for their lives. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. they, they could only do so much as well. Everybody's, you know, yeah, trying their the, best. The yeah. Great Depression ransacked right. their yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And before that, all the world wars are like during and around. Come on. Yeah. Get out forget of about it. Forget about yeah. it. all those wars. Can you imagine a world with war? Anyway, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yo, I don't like war. I, I think it's like, how do we, like, what do we, how do we do, what do we do about this? I, I saw a TikTok and this girl goes, how are we not able to call each other up at this point? And they're like, if you call someone and say, hey, can we have oil? And they say no, you have to go find oil somewhere else or a different way to make energy they're like you just it can't keep being war like we're we're too old grow up we are too old for war what we needed some gen z's to go over there it's like hey i heard there's some beef over here right and uh we need to squash this beef exactly they could handle it here's some text messages and everything will be fine like i think i could reason with anyone you know, if Always. there was war on the horizon and something needed to be done, da da da, would I think I could mediate that situation? That might be pretty privileged, Maddie. 
<laughs> I think that's <laughs> I think that's just pretty privilege. <clears throat> no, it's the same, it's the same <laughs> problem I have in life in which I will for example, I watched the Eras Tour movie over the weekend with a friend, and just like I did the other two times I have seen the Eras Tour, I watched Taylor Swift for three hours, and I went the whole time. I could do that. Ah! <laughs> Easy, right? right. Easy. Right. I could do I, that. Be president? I could do that. Yeah, I mean, you are pretty unique. Like, you could, because, like, I remember you said when we were doing our, our show run of Andrew LaPaz. Uh, wild party you said like I could do this seven days a week like this this would yeah. be like awesome and I was like you sing all you have a lot to do in this show <laughs> it's just building stamina yeah I mean and you got it you got it honey so I guess what you're saying is you need to come out with a couple records and do a live point, tour that's just like a lot I know right it's I could do it I guess life. yeah might as well if you ever well, want to jam you know I'm trying to I'm trying to curate my apartment to be like a, a jam friendly space. You did say that. I am not good at jamming. I'm too I'm too self-conscious. <laughs> and I don't play well. So like I never I'm literally just there to be like boop doop bop. Well that's enough. That's I think <laughs> if you have if you have a voice, that's enough to jam, I think. I, I'll take your boop a doop papas. <laughs> it's better than nothing. No, absolutely. A hundred percent. It, it rounds out an ensemble. <laughs> you gotta have those boopa doops. Listen, Maddie, life is just a series of things you're familiar with and less familiar with. And if you're less familiar with jamming, maybe a couple jams might be just the right boopa doop bop bow you need. You might be right. All right, fine. You win. Anyway, I'll come I, jam. Hey, it worked. Done. Donzo, Hannah, are you a, are you a musician? Oh God! I wish I had any talent. I every time Maddie has friends on her podcast on the podcast, they are incredible, and I can talk to people. That's about it, and I can barely do that. Hannah would so. be great at improv if she was given a space to safely do it for a few minutes, and then perform eventually. Because yeah. you're witty, like you're very witty, and you are. Yes, you are. Hannah, you are you're moving. Hannah. Fighting. Oh no, Hannah, are you moving to what part of Colorado? Breckenridge. Oh, where's that? Exactly. Is I just found out it's like 8,000 people. Is it near Denver? Yeah, it's like an hour and a half from Denver. Uh, there's a there's a really cool improv space called Rise Comedy in Denver that I know about. If you want to take a class once a week, maybe commute on the weekends. I don't know. Who's to say? I'm. Who's it's a whole say? new life out there. Could are you anything. are you in witness protection going over I there? Am. I am. I understand. Yeah. Um, my name will be different. I can't what, say it on the pod, though. I'm a okay. mountain girl. You had the option of moving to Los Angeles with Maddie and the mountains of Colorado, and you're like, send me, send me the mountains, babe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I cry every time I see the mountains. The ocean and I don't get along. The We've talked about this on the podcast, but the water, the ocean, there's a lot happening in there that we don't know. Have you seen the Meg? Starring Jason Statham? I won't watch it. I saw a trailer and I said never. That's a big never. shock. Yeah, I don't mess with the sharks. I don't mess with right. I don't like I don't like things slinking around my feet. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The water out here too. Yeah. Oh too um, that's horrific. We I grew up going down to Florida on the Gulf 
side. And that is like bath water. Yeah. That is warm water. And when we nice. went to the Pacific, Pacific, yes, yes, I was shocked. So cold. It's too cold. It's yeah. too cold. Does it ever warm up? Because I came not during like prime heat not season. Really? No, because it's so not, big. Not it's a big boy. I mean, it's like it just gets so hot that I think you like kind of forgive it in the summer months a little bit. But it's also just like it's still chilly. Yeah. Interesting. It's just too big. Doesn't heat up. Like those big jacuzzi tubs. Mm. Just like them. I do like a jacuzzi, though. Yeah. It's bad for my skin. I have eczema. <sighs> That's oh. Thank you. Hey, thank you both for your sympathetic no- mouth noises. Could you do like a natural water one, like a salt water one? I think I think that would be better for me. And then oh. it's just as long as I like wash all the chemicals or whatever is there mm-hmm. right after. It's just like even salt water. Like I can't really go in pools without like having a, a couple bad days afterwards. Like just no. like oh, I'm so itchy. No, pools are my favorite. I know. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I know. That's like when people say they can't eat cheese. It's about the same thing for me. I also can't eat cheese. No! No! It it makes my eczema flare up. No! That is that is truly heartbreaking. Yeah. I I I mess with it every now and then, but I was gonna say hard cheeses? Sometimes they're better. No. Because mm. they they're, they're basically rotten. They don't even exist. Yeah, right. I don't... I know, like, yeah, some of the cheeses are less uh, activating. Cheesy? Yeah, some cheeses cheesy? are less cheesy. Cheesy? Cheesy? Dare I, dare I say cheesy? Yeah. Oh, that's... That's okay. Can you... Is there anything else you can eat you'd like to share with the podcast? Oh, yeah. I'd like to... I'd like to really get into it. Um, sure. I shouldn't eat ice cream, but I do every now and then. So I always get like dairy free. Like when I go to like the frozen yogurt place, I always get like sorbet with some gummy bears or something. And it's, it's fine. It's sugar. Like sugars. Can we talk about how good sugar is? Let's talk about sugar real fast. (laughs) Can we have like a little sugar segment? Because uh, num, num, num. That actually, the sorbet with gummy bears sounds so good. I never, because I'm always, I'm always in the ice cream. Or we used to have frozen yogurt out by us. It was like the best place ever, but it's gone now. But a sorbet with gummy bears, that would be so good. They get so hard. I love chewing on them then. I like a hard gummy. I do. Yeah. Gummy worms too. Like I mess with those. I even mess with like the, those like, those sour gummies too. Yeah. Yum. Do you ever eat those things that look like fish eggs? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the like little uh, yeah things. Mo- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. No, I don't know what they t- like. I've always wanted to try one. Do they explode? Who's to yeah. say? You just like touch them to your teeth, and it's like a little. Ooh. Okay. I like I like mochi a lot. I like the the texture of mochi is like that's pretty awesome. I'm just so we're clear. I am a frozen yogurt girly. Oh, if there's I love one frozen thing yogurt. I love. <laughs> It is frozen yogurt. I go to Yogurtland at least once a week. At least. Oh, my um, gosh. Plug. Yogurtland. Yeah. I get a nice amalgamation of I can eat dairy, so I get 
various kinds, but I always make sure I have the coconut and then it's normally like a cake battery, whatever, mm. brownie batter something. And then if they have a seasonal maybe, and then I get hella toppings because the thing that makes it so good, I, when it comes to like ice cream and Froyo and all of that, I just love that you can add whatever toppings you want. And yeah. gummy bears are my fave. And how do you put that? You put the gummy bears. Oh, that's hell like yeah. Mixing. Oh, wow. I'll mix. Well, chocolate covered gummy bears are probably my favorite candy. That's a thing. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Have you heard those like Brookside, um, like fruit things that are like chocolate covered acai berries or whatever? Oh. I have not personally, but Hannah seems to Those be. Those are so good. Adamant. They were really so popular, good. I want to say, like five or six years ago. Yes. Like, they got, everyone had them. Anyway, yeah. gum, chocolate-covered gummy bears kind of taste like that, or like a chocolate-covered raisin in some ways, and that you get that, like, fruity sweet in the middle, but you still get the chocolate. I think chocolate-covered raisins and, like, white chocolate-covered raisins mm-hmm. are, they're gifts. They're gifts from... Yes. God and science, depending on your beliefs. Well, we could get into that, but it's sort of the same thing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. As long as you agree astrology is real, that's all we really care about on this (laughs) podcast. That's actually actually our biggest stance. Astrology is real. I will say, I will, I, I think it's pretty relatively real. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I have CoStar, the app. This is a plug for (laughs) CoStar. I also have the pattern, which is yes. different, but yes. similar. That's all very similar. That I don't know. They're always like, hey, Brennan, try talking it out with so-and-so. Now might be a good time to talk it out with so-and-so. I'm like, okay. So I, I try to talk to them, and then they don't text me back, and then I cry in my apartment. Well, that could be on them. You're reaching out. That's right. I am reaching out. and You're just making for an effort. I love effort. Isn't effort the sexiest thing? Absolutely. It's so easy to not put in any effort. It's true. It's been so long. It's been 84 years <laughs> since I've been single. But it's like, I feel like suddenly everyone knows how to date for themselves in my life. And I guess that comes like with age or whatever. But I sort of am so sad that I never get to experience, at knock on wood, um, like dating at this point in my life, because there's so many things I would just like not put up with that I would have in the past. And I guess that's how you end up finding someone to marry and whatever, I guess you find someone that doesn't do those things. But I just hear about some of my single friends and I'm like, damn, I wish I could have done that. (laughs) Like had those boundaries when I was still dating. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I think people are like learning how to, well, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. the internet, I mean, they're trying. I think people are trying. The internet, like, if people are willing to learn about boundaries and willing to learn about your own personal needs and what you want, and like, yeah, there's like a your lot attachment of attachment style. Your attachment your, style. Yeah. There's a lot of weaponization of therapy right now, which is also fun. It's like, you're breaking my boundary right now. It's like, your boundary can't be like, I'm not allowed to talk, Jan. Right. Your boundary can't <laughs> infringe upon my ability to. Exist. My autonomy. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's very funny. Because um, there is a fine line between boundaries and control, I think. 
That's very true. Yeah. There's... I had a boundary. I had a boundary with my one of my exes that like if she was going to get on her phone, just mm. to give me a heads up, like just be like, hey, I'm getting on my phone whenever. The, so they were like, I, 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 I don't I feel like this is like I feel like you're I'm like, I'm not try, like I was literally talking to them one time, like just like talking about my day and um, and they were just on their phone. And I said, what do you think? And they just didn't respond. So that's when I created the boundary of like, hey, if you're going to be on your phone, just give me a heads up. So I like stop talking or like get on my phone and like dick around for a little while. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise you're just otherwise you're just talking to nothing and you don't realize it until you, you know, go to say something. and You're like, oh, you never looked up from your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But like being able to express like, hey, like my I don't know. I read this book called Nonviolent Communication. And it's like I you it's like ownership of your own feelings and stuff. It's like I feel frustrated when I feel frustrated because my need for attentiveness is not being met right now. And you have to like kind of like own like I'm the one who's frustrated and my need is like more intentional attention, I guess. Yes, exactly. You have to like dig because if something's bothering you, there's always a reason. So if you find out what that reason is, and it's I can't remember what it is, but there's something that's like there's four things that can really boil down to. It's like, you know, out of and one of it's like attention, like that human connection is what you're craving in that moment or whatever. It's good. Communication's key. It's important. I got a degree in communication, so uh, I'm also divorced, so I don't. Oh, oh man. Oh man. I guess communication oh, isn't the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I communicated so well throughout that whole divorce process, though. Well, but, that's good, because yeah. sometimes you don't. Yeah, sometimes you don't. Sometimes people start communicating, and then they realize they don't work. Yeah. And you have to keep communicating well and move on with your life. Dang. Laying down some some knowledge. It's true. Yeah, like even like the most even the most communication can't save incompatible partnerships. Yeah. A downer. Yeah, I guess everyone. Well, uh, I hope you everyone... love your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> so far. That's great. So far. That's what counts. That's what matters. Day yeah. by day, you know. I say we should yeah. do five year contracts for marriages. I've been I think this... that that is such a good idea. Just like just and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that idea. I'm like, what? Like then just sign why? another. Yeah, people just sign didn't another. live as long. They yeah. didn't. We didn't. Li- it's true. People died at 34. Right. Which is like, why you got you had children at 17. Like you got married at 14. I understand. It's wild. Yeah. The the social norms and everything like that that we're running on still are archaic. And I think, yeah, like, hey, five-year check-in, maybe you get to meet with, like, a licensed therapist or something like that, and they're like, how's everything going, Janet? How's everything going, Steve? And they'd be like, you know, it's pretty good. All right, well, do you want to renew your contract for another five years? And Janet and Steve look at each other in the eyes and say, yes, yes, we do. (laughs) Or they say, no, no, we don't. But it really would save a lot of people in abusive situations. Yes. Uh Because you would at least have somewhere it would end, you know? Hopefully. 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 At least it would be better than now, you know? Yeah. 
improvement from now. Yeah, because, like, if you're unhappy right now, it's like, oh, I just got to get through the rest of my life with this person. <laughs> Versus if it was a five-year contract, I just have to get through the, the next two years, and then we can just reassess. end it. Reassess. I don't know. I think that reassessing is also important. And, like, I think that is what's even more important to me than, like, the contract mm-hmm. stuff. It's, like, just checking in with each other. How are you doing? How is this marriage serving you? What value are you bringing to your spouse's life? Are you... Are you just taking and taking? Are you giving? Are you, you know? Nah. It would be nice if our society liked to support the people in it, which could be providing resource resources for partners and families to develop better relationships, which would in turn mm-hmm. make all of our communities safer and better places to be. Yeah, take some of that police funding and just shove it right Jesus. into mental health. Right if into mental only, health. If only. Yeah, man, the, oh the prison God. system. Uh, I don't even want to get. Look at me. Waxing poetic. Look at me. What do I know? What do I know? I'm just a boy. I'm just a, I'm just a man boy. But like, for real, emotional intelligence. <laughs> right. if, we, if we spent more time and money on emotional intelligence training for everyone it would be a better world you know yeah Mm -hmm. it absolutely would be i have to oh no you go no you go no no no. no, i'm done i'm done all i was gonna say all i was gonna say is that i do you know what blackrock is that company we're gonna probably sleep blackrock why i say no say it with your chest i say i'm gonna be rich enough that i'm gonna blackrock our school education system because it is insane how bad it is. And it's like the... That's what they're just, trying to do, basically. But it's the wrong side. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to do it. I'm not familiar it's, with the term BlackRock. So, BlackRock is... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You're the conspiracy lady. You say it. It's not even it's conspiracy. Not a conspiracy. It is a oh. megacorp that owns everything. There's like three of them. And if you look and you follow all the money do, 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 to investors and hedge funds and all of that through up through everything, they own every major company, every bank, the money. every, everything. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And then spooky. they're just behind all of the everything. government stuff. Yeah. Cause it's, so. yeah. And they're just manipulating all those old guys, which is another thing we can get into, which I firmly stand behind it being elder abuse at this point. But <laughs> That's a story for another time. I guess so. Yeah, Mitch McConnell looks very scared and very confused most right. of the time. It's like not I say it's because the people around them are like propping them up to keep getting paid for their that face of that person, but it's like that is those people need to retire and yes. Calm down. Live a calm peaceful life and stop having to be in front of all these cameras. And make decisions that you have no cognitive. Never mind, we can't get into it. Anyway. Like, remember when George <laughs> Washington retired from being president and was like, hey, term limits should exist? I think he meant that for like everybody. I think that was not just inspiration for the president, I think that was inspiration for everybody. Yeah. Did you know that George Washington was a really good rapper? Like in Hamilton? It's specifically in Hamilton. <laughs> oh my God, Maddie, Maddie, I got it. I got you the reference. Did get the I joke. just, I just <laughs> found out what Hamilton really was a few weeks oh. ago. Maddie explained it. 
Yeah. And thank God it was not recorded because it was very embarrassing. Hannah, have you not seen the musical Hamilton? No, I, unf- okay, it's getting better. As I've matured, it's getting better. I had a very hard time with musicals, but the more I've seen them and the more I now, I now have a boyfriend that sings and plays guitar all the time. And that has really numbed my <laughs> senses. He jams. He jams. He jams. He's a jammer. All the time. He is nice. a jammer. He is a jammer. So, um, I am very much more used to it, uh, and I have gone to see more musicals because I do have a couple uh, people that I know that are in musicals, so I've seen stuff, um, and it's better. And Phantom of the Opera is, like, one of my favorite movies, plays, musicals, Which whatever. Which is so funny. So Hannah, like, self-describes <laughs> herself. She, like, cringes anytime people sing in general, like, live, at, on TV, in live. Movies anything like she can't do it i guess like if it's a movie and someone starts singing musical episodes absolutely not i've like not seen a bunch of them because i'm like oh god it's one of these and then i just watch the next one because it i but i've gotten so much better i it's i think i think of me in that moment doing that thing and it put it makes me so uncomfortable to be doing such a talented activity that I'm not good at. So I think I've put myself too far into the shoes and that's why I would get so uncomfortable. But now that I'm constantly with someone who's doing it and I'm like the audience, I'm getting better at like just putting myself in the audience and enjoying it better because I think I just would stress out before, but it's, it's getting better. (laughs) Such a weird. Hannah was, (laughs) was accosted by a, a music conductor at age seven. I'm like worried. I was in. <laughs> there I might be something in, in there. Right? I oh. played the flute. I was in band. Something could have happened. Something probably did happen. It might, band. Be, it might be repressed. A lot of people, you know, we, we repress a lot of stuff. We just shove it in there and we just like, I'm going to close that door and lock the key and I'm never going to oh, think yeah. about that again. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go to bed tonight and I'm going to have a nightmare of something that happened. And then it's going to be in the intro of this episode. I hope so. I can't wait. (laughs) Just uncover something deep. (laughs) Sometimes you got to do that. Maybe listen to some Chopin as you go to bed or something that'll unlock the the music in you. Yeah. Or the musical trauma for laughing. Right. It's got to be something. It might be. My, it might not be, but maybe. On my parents, my dad is a deacon, Catholic. We grew up Catholic. So on Good Friday, we were not allowed to watch television or anything until after Jesus died, died. on the cross. Mm-hmm. So the only thing we were allowed to watch was Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And we would just watch it on repeat from the Wild. moment we woke up until basically 3 p.m., except for when we went to church in the middle. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, I think you figured out why you don't like musicals, why you don't like music. Uh, no need to have a nightmare just... tonight. Uh, All Joseph of a sudden we're talking about it. <laughs> and his to- technical dream coat ruined music forever for you. Donnie Osmond is your, uh, is your villain. Yeah. The origin story starts here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait, this is more. What is your? Do you have a favorite musical that you have seen? And do you have a favorite musical that you've been in? Oh, I've only been in two musicals. Okay. Uh, I was in Next to Normal last summer, 
at a community theater in Woodland Hills and it was adorable. And I played Gabe, an 18 year old man boy ghost. And I, you know, I love that. Yeah. He's an 18 year old and I'm, and I was 35. So at the time, <laughs> and you know, you're a ghost. I was a ghost. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Theater, community theater. It was actually a really fun opportunity. Um, I had a great time. So that might, I mean, Wild Party was pretty fun. Like, I I think that might be the favorite one I've been in so far, just because it was my first, like, large cast musical, and I liked the energy of all that and the chaos of all the different personalities and stuff. Um, but my favorite musical is Book of Mormon. My friend Emily loves Book of Mormon, and I... Is it a movie or is it just just a musical it? right now? Yeah. 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 But it's lovely. It's a lovely. It's a lovely piece of satire. And uh, yeah, I just like I like everything that the South Park guys do. They're kind of like my gold standard for satire. Tina Fey is my gold standard for sitcom writing. Thirty Rock, my Thirty Rock people. What's up? Yeah, literally, we're right here. We're literally here waiting for. Something new, something more. Something with that many jokes per minute? Come on, Tina. God, it's unreal. That's, like, why I want to do what I do is literally that TV show, I think, in in this vein of, like, television writing and making of TV. But what is your favorite movie? Oh, my favorite movie? I don't don't really have a favorite movie. I was always, like, when I was a kid, I would watch, Mm -hmm. like, Empire Strikes Back, like Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and all those Star Wars films. But a favorite one, I don't know if I have like one that I go to right now. I guess like my flavor of the week right now is Cats on Blu-ray. The, the uh, old the Taylor or the Swift? New? The Abomination that was made. I love, okay, I recently. haven't watched it, but I love that you love it. I love that you're watching that. It's pure shot. It's pure Schadenfreude. It's like it's every incorrect. Cho- no offense to anyone who's worked on of cats. I, God bless you all. You made every single incorrect choice. There was po- yes. ever every casting was wrong. Every uh, acting choice was incorrect. Every single like CGI choice was weird. Even Idris Elba, like America's darling, <laughs> couldn't make a choice that was like human. Judy Dench. Like, I don't know. It, it all starts with the source material because, like, Cats yeah. is completely insane. Like, the, yeah. the the plot of Cats is crazy. So I, I haven't watched it sober. I don't think I could. But, like, getting on an edible and just turning on Cats uh, is just one of my favorite pastimes as of right now. So, like, mm-hmm. no, it's not a good movie. It is a – it's kind of like watching The Room or something like that for me. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. It's it's just it's just so good. Like every choice is just insane. That's but so it's fun. entertainment, you know. That's what yeah, it's there for. That's what it's yeah. there for. Yeah. But it's just pure. Like, what were they thinking when they were making this thing? What a tough time they had. I just don't like. They're like, you know, you know what the world really needs right now? Cats. Cats. But like that, it's not meant for like. It's not a story. Like the reason no, why Cats was poetry. so success. It's poetry. The reason it was so successful on Broadway is because of all the tourists and stuff that didn't speak English. Because you don't need. 
you don't need to speak English to understand the plot. There is no plot. There is no plot. So that's why it was so successful. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can just watch these beautiful costumes prance and dance around. Dance and sing. Very skilled dancing. Like, it's it's an Mm -hmm. incredible... And that's like... And that's kind of like a testament to art in general and the art of musical theater is like there's a lot of different elements that go into each one like if you have great dance like costume and and set design and like there's so many different elements to it and it's not just the actors it's not just the music it's like there's so many more things and i think the de- the dance and the costumes really kept cats going for a while cats is one of the musicals i've seen in a live production and i don't remember where i was uh but it was outside and i got my face painted before it it was very fun and when we were there i had no idea what was going on but it was so entertaining i'm like so relieved to hear you say there's really no plot because when i watched it i was like this i they're just running around everybody's running around did i (laughs) miss something (laughs) Yeah, yeah like, like I what do cats do? What do cats going. do? I mean, I think that's why it's like it's a right. poem from the point of view of a cat, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Exactly. Because yeah. they're like, what, little... what, what could a cat do? It's like I don't know. They're probably just getting real jellical, and you know, what does a jellical cat do? You know, jellicals cats are jellicals too, and jellicals can, and jellicals. You know, it's just like, what are these yeah. lyrics? Like, it's doesn't jellicals make... is jellical. You know, the, the heavy side layer is that where they're they're headed it makes no sense but like if you're to break it down like the the plot of it is i can't i can't break it down it's just like brand new cat meets old cat meets older cat meets oldest cat some of the and each cat just describes what their shtick is yeah, <laughs> like I'm the magic cat. Yeah. i'm the street sweeping cat i'm the you know like i'm the hungry cat okay, that's so it's just a little round of introductions it's a new cat on the block. And then they send one cat up to heaven. Yes. Or the heavy heavy side layer, whatever. Heavy side? Something like that. We have the internet, but we don't need it. No. Mm-hmm. Tom, screaming. correct us on this one. Yeah, we love it. Is Tom the guy who comes and checks all your stuff? Uh, sort of. He likes to send us the corrections once they've been published um in which we're sitting here being like this happened one time and he's like it happened on this date at this time how could you never know this and i'm like calm down (laughs) it's usually sports related or like i don't know the capital of a state or something that we we would never get those wrong now y'all are geography queens couldn't be worse (laughs) like literally could not be worse I don't know much about geography either. I my my areas of interest are very limited. It's like music, musicals, comedy, 1990s Marvel comics. Yeah. And then I just stopped reading cuz I got yeah. busy. That's you had shit to do. Wait, so I much. have a question. Mm. When you did you read books or mostly comics? I did read some books. I have read some. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I was just going to say, because my the reason I like had not read in a long time, when I would read, I like would get a book and have to read the whole thing front to back. And I don't have five hours to just sit and read now. So I would always say I needed to get into like comics so that you would finish one and then you could like pause and move on with your life and read another one. So that's why um, I was asking. Yeah. 
That's mm. interesting. Hannah, we're unlocking a lot of things for you today. I know. Oh, One yeah. book this at a time. This is what this time. podcast is for. That's what chapter, they have these things called chapters. No. Bust right through them. Because they have cliffhangers. I got to get to the end. I can't. So when was, when was the last time you read a book, Hannah? Um, I read <laughs> one in January. Okay, that's not bad. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. I read one on the beach when I was in North Carolina. So that was August. In one full, in one sitting? I read it in two. I read it in the morning and then I read it in the next morning. So it was and halfway how, I got. And how was that that period of time in between? Yeah. It was horrific. I All I thought about was the end of that book. I'm just kidding. It was fine. I That really helped me expand to where I've packed books to be accessible so I can read. <laughs> Fascinating. Because I have like four or five books that I have not read that I own and it drives me nuts, you know, because like, why not read them? What's your sign, Hannah? A Leo. Mm. I only have fire energy. That's why there's no, there's <laughs> nothing grounding this. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing grounding this. It's, it's all burning everything around it. Yeah, no. Most, mostly, good. mostly books, unfortunately, Hannah. Yeah, exactly. I know we don't burn. Books. We do not burn books on this podcast. Books are important. <laughs> You're right. We don't. That's Everybody, good. what is this whole thing about like children not being able to read? Not is to it, go back to the school system, but like apparently it is, it's it, an epidemic. That might be bold yeah. to say that, but like it's a the problem. problem is what I'm gathering. Because of it's not because of COVID, but that gap has really started to show that like kids are really far behind because they just kind of got pushed through and didn't get really taken care of because everybody was overwhelmed and not being treated well. So everyone's quitting and no one's getting paid enough. And it's a mess. Sounds, sounds like we got a lot of blue collar workers coming our way in a couple years. Yeah. But we're going to need some people, you know, we're going to need some people on those assembly lines, making those robots. They're going to kill us all. And these little well, kids are going to be manning those machines. <laughs> Child labor laws out the window. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just Honestly, like make kids we're work almost again. there. We're make almost there. kids work again. Yeah, that's I can't be on the side of that. You know how I feel <laughs> about children. I firmly protect children <laughs> to enjoy childhood. You have the rest of this capitalistic life to work. These children should have some peace. Well, if everything was free, no one. Never mind. We can't get into it. Anyway, right. back to <laughs> what? what we were saying. Hannah, you're so afraid. You're so afraid of the hard topics. I can't know the problem is we scream about them every week. It's oh, that's okay. the we're problem. falling on. Uh, we are we are crutches. preaching to the choir. Okay. <laughs> so it's better to get back to you. That's the real goal. Okay. Get, yeah. Get back to me. I have yeah. all opinions and ideas. Exactly. Exactly. You know what do I do? You think? believe in money? No, I'm just kidding. Go. What I were do. You say? I do believe in money. I I wish th- I wish money wasn't a thing, but. I also I like money, and I, I have a feeling I'm gonna have money at some point. Fingers crossed. And if manifest I on this pod. We gotta manifest. You guys probably have powers. You're women. You guys are close. We do. To, I feel like women are closer to the divine than men Absolutely. are. Men are like close to hell. We're just like a bunch of like. No offense to the men out there, rapists and murderers. Well, most of most well, of them are men, by and large. That's statistically, statistically speaking. But like women, very rarely rapists, very, very rarely murderers. And what's the rule? If a woman is doing something bad or crazy, 
there's a, a man, man behind her it. Doing it. Yep. Yeah. That could. <laughs> it could be. It could be childhood trauma from her dad. It could be a bad boyfriend now. It could be an uncle from, you know, her teen years. Any of it. I blame a man always. Yeah. Unfortunately, 100%. it is how it is. Yeah. I. I. You're. I'm with you. Thank you. I. As. As a person who who rides both femininity and masculinity um i get it all i have to play basketball on the weekends to get out my war energy of course you have to we all love men have that you have a, yes. we all have war and like we all like and that's why we have to that's why we love sports because we have to play yeah. at war like yeah you know, that's why we like football like i mean i don't really like football that much i like playing sports but i'm not like oh i don't i don't have a sports team i'm sorry guys that's okay. I can't. I can't talk to anyone about it. But I do like to play basketball because it's like I like to like you know like brush up against another man and oh oh hang on something's wait, wait, lo- something's wait, wait, wait a minute <laughs> no but like I like to like you know like you like to like yeah pushed a little bit and like yes. roughed up just I was just... the queen of technical not technical fouls flagrant fouls in basketball I do understand oh, you nice. understand the rough yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's like basketball is such a fun sport. I think it's so underrated. I think it's so fun. I don't so think fun. it's underrated. I think lots and <laughs> lots of people love basketball. No, but I feel like soccer and football and hockey definitely have the top things. And then basketball comes. And I'm, that's why I'm saying it's that's more fair. underrated. And I think it's more activity quicker. But it's because it's because in the NBA, all they do is travel and not play defense and they Whoa. just cherry pick the entire time but hot take that's... from hannah <laughs> that gets me in trouble a lot that's a midwestern take if i've ever heard one yeah. <laughs> midwesterners take basketball very seriously mm-hmm. i love it i i love playing it what a sport do you play any yeah. sports, uh, Maddie, other than wrestling women? Well, I get my war anger out yeah. five days a week. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You were saying that, and I was like, literally, this sport has, I think, just made me realize how much I like hostility I truly can give each day. Wow. Uh, and receive? Yeah. And receive. Yeah, absolutely. I played volleyball growing up uh, was my main sport. I played a little bit of everything, but my main sport was volleyball, which had a net between me and my opponent for good reason, because I fouled all the time in my other sports. Oh, it's too fun not to. It's too fun not to. <laughs> Come on. Just like, don't let what? me push you around. What do you right. mean? Grow up. Grow up. Lay down the hammer. Yeah, absolutely. I fell out of like every game in sixth grade basketball. That's it. She's like, I can't be a part of these. I was a center. Come on. Like doing jump ball. That's all they needed me for. I couldn't shoot right. with shit. I was fouling by and first. that's it. Yeah. How tall are you, Maddie? Uh, I'm about five nine, but I've been this tall since like that age. Age, since, age like, 10. 13. Yeah. yeah. I was a late bloomer. So I, um, I was about four foot 11 until i was 15 16 so what a time to be alive y'all that's tough it was rough but it made me funny so i had to adapt to become valuable as we all do yeah i understand that 
deeply. Understanding value, like kids don't, un- like this is why emotional intelligence is important to teach children. It's like, and teaching self-worth at a young age and mm-hmm. teaching like growth mindset. Cause like there's so many kids that don't try things cause they're so scared of failure. And they're like, oh, I wanna, I, I don't like doing stuff that I'm not good at. It's like, mm-hmm. grow up. That's grow what up. I'm saying. Exactly. I'm growing up this month. This month That's I'm it. growing up. This is the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hannah, are you, is your boyfriend moving with you? Yeah, yeah, he Whoa. is. Whoa, that's exciting. It is, it is. We, I was going to say, uh, so I've known him since forever. Um, we were in third grade together. So there's a picture of us and I am in the back row with the the three tall girls. And then he's like down in the front row because he's a short little nugget. And he did not get taller than me until sometime in high school. Awful. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Love that. It's crazy. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, women in their puberty happening so yes. early and yada, yada. Yeah. And well, I hope it evolves. I hope it evolves to be later because we don't have to have kids so early. You know, like, you know how we were talking about how everything's kind of pushed. I think it it's happening. Nice Girls it... are getting their period early and earlier now because no. of all the, like, hormones in our food. My our niece, food is fucked. My niece got her period at age two. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm oh, sorry. my God. I literally <laughs> so deep into the medical diagnosis. Yeah, I was like, I need more insight. I was like, we're we're stopping the recording. That is a whole conversation we need to have right now. <laughs> no, my oh nieces, my god. My nieces are, but my nieces are, they're growing so fast. She's, I've got yeah. an eight-year-old niece and a five-year-old niece, I think. Yeah. Give or take a year for they, each of them. I just feel like it goes so fast. Like, how often do you see them? Uh, once every like three or four months, generally. Yeah. They just they just came out to uh, Disneyland, so I got to see them oh. at Disneyland for the first time, and that was really cute. Those are perfect ages to be at Disney. It it, it is. They waited it until is. the little one was like forty eight inches tall, and she like nice. barely could get on all these rides, but she she got she got on them. Nice. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah, that's like great ages because that's when the magic is still so real. And but like you'll remember, you know, a good mm-hmm. chunk of it and stuff. You'll yeah, still remember. we love the magic. Love the magic. Love the magic. hundred years of magic. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Disney has a, a wild and checkered past. They do. Yeah. Did you do you know the conspiracy? Not I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but the not the reason they named frozen frozen but then if you look up disney frozen or walt disney frozen you don't find the thing about him being frozen in ice waiting to be come back alive reanimated it's now buried because they made a movie called frozen and then frozen 2 no way yeah it's like how taylor swift released a song called slut so now if you look up taylor swift slut it's all her song now instead of any article calling her that that's Welcome good. To the internet. Yeah. That's good. That's just good PR. If anything. I had never thought about that for Frozen. Right? Isn't that crazy? Disney's Frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be- that's yeah. That man is Frozen. A hundred per a hundred percent. And he's coming. He wants to come back. Yeah. He's They're waiting ready for it. He's not gonna come back. No, I bet they just have to clone. Sure. Once clone cloning's it. real, yeah. Once so. cloning is more, yeah, solidified, yeah. that man. Well, because he will be he back. was a vision like those kinds of men are like very rare men or like anyone who's that iconic. Excuse me, excuse me. So I'm so sorry. 
on behalf of all men, I am sorry. But like those kinds of visionaries yes. that like are cutthroat, like the Edisons, the Walt Disney's, yes. like because they're maniacal. They're like they're so driven, and like I just want to go back into their past to see like what trauma made them like need yeah. to be so successful. It's it would just crazy. be so interesting to talk to all of them, like to interview all of them, be like, let's start, let's talk about your first memory, and then we'll just go from there. We'll just work our way back. A checkered past, indeed, that Walt Disney. Walt Disney. And existence in general. That's wild. I don't want to be frozen when I die. No. I think by the time I die, they will probably, knock on wood, that I don't die. I don't know. Is that wood? I guess I haven't considered freezing being an option for me. Yeah, it seems like you have to have pretty deep pockets. I, I know that, like, I'm reading a book right now where, like, people upload their memories into, like, the cloud or whatever, and... I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind coming back as like a robot or something. Just kind of sure. chill. I like, yeah. you know, like I do like my perspectives on things. And if I could come back as a robot and just kind of. I want to say there was some clickbaity article I saw recently that was like within our lifetime. I want to say it was like by 2040 something. Consciousness can be uploaded to the cloud or something mm. was like their estimation. And I'm like, great, cool. Which is what we're all trying to do. And we're all gonna just avatar this anyway and live forever. Consciousness, cool. that's pretty fascinating. Like, cause like if, if that's the case, like then you could like upload your consciousness and then make like AI slaves of our yes. selves. Yeah. And like, like, hey, Brendan, hey, robo conscious Brendan, like you have nothing going on and you've got a bunch of ones and zeros in there. Can you just write me a screenplay? I don't want to do it. I want to like, I want to party and enjoy my body and other people's bodies. And I need you <laughs> to do all this hard work right now. Who knows what's going to happen? Can you guys even imagine 10 years from now? No. The rapidity of artificial intelligence is... Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question. If oh. your child comes home and they're dating a robot, are you accepting them as a part of your family or are we going to be the generation of parents that are against what is that a divert interspecies i guess marriage it depends on how hot the robot is that's totally fair and how much money you know what that's my new answer okay (laughs) i like that i wasn't a pretty firm no yeah Uh, Yeah. but then i became sort of a I think when I realized it was discrimination, I started to waver. It's kind of bananas, Uh, yeah, because, like, we haven't Now it's really just, are they hot? Yeah, Yeah. we haven't made robots, we haven't humanized them yet, but they will be eventually. I mean, like, it depends. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Either way, it's a bad idea. Megan, wow, what a spooky film. I liked it, though. Very entertaining. I loved that movie. Yeah, very campy. Um, That guy in it, Brian Jordan Alvarez... I, I follow him on Instagram and stuff, and he's he's been blowing up this summer, guys. You guys got to check out Brian Jordan Alvarez and his comedy. He's a very funny guy. Very funny guy. Who who are your favorite comedians? Ooh, I like Brian Regan a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of I like John Mulaney. He's fun. I like Nick Kroll. I really like, like, Nick Kroll has, like, a fun career to me. Like, I like, yeah. you know, the sketch comedy aspect, the league. Like, he did, 
he did a sitcom he did like animation he did a sketch show like he's doing movie you know it's like he's just like very um vaudevillian like he's just like yeah like let's just get the people together and let's let's make the funny thing so i like that i like that i that um that career trajectory very diverse yeah. a lot of avenues lots mm. of stuff going on yeah yeah just the creative i like I, I i see myself as just like a creative you know i'm like i'm constantly writing i'm constantly performing i'm i'm trying to i'm constantly acting and like trying to produce my own stuff and so it's like it's nice to it's nice to see people that have been successful at that and been like okay great so yeah just keep doing it Cre- keep mm-hmm. creating the stuff that you that you that you think is funny that you think is entertaining and um and try to get the right eyes on it and eventually you too might be able to survive on your creativity oh my gosh yeah. if only I know, right? Well, it's the dream. Soon. You got to manifest it. That's what we're doing here. Wow, 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 wow. That's the sound of manifestation for me. I always go, wow, 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 wow. We had a very nice guest on say that they wanted to be in a certain play, musical, and then a few, several weeks later, booked they it. were in it, booked it. Booked a national tour of a show. They were like, ah, it, we asked them their dream roles. And they listed a few off and then said, I want to be in this one show. Da-da-da. Booked it. Wow. Go say what you want here. I mean, a dream role, I, I don't know if I've aged out of it yet, but definitely Elder Price from Book of Mormon. I feel like if you shaved your face and were doing the Mormon thing, you'd look young enough. You have a young face. He's got a young face. He's got a young face. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a friend who's... Uh, touring as elder mckinley in that in that show i met oh, him fun. a couple months ago he was really sweet really nice lots lots of nice people doing that show so yeah you heard it here first folks well we're all about manifesting wah, 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 wah. we are manifesting yeah. and jamming that's what we do here we jam we jam great we did it we talked my oh my how it's flown thank you for having me on the show and if you guys are still listening at this point, and you're in Los Angeles, come to the Sound of Musical mm-hmm. on December 16th, 2023. It's going to be fun. We're going to do a fully improvised show, and you're going to laugh your butt off. Will it be a holiday show, perhaps? Perhaps. It might just it's, be. It does it land during Hanukkah. Oh, you know, Ooh. we have done we've done some themed shows before, and we'll do it again. <laughs> Wait, I have one question. Oh. Do you do you go with certain props? No props. No, we um we have some chairs that sure. we pull onto stage and some maybe some like wooden boxes if we're feeling real frisky. Um but no, we just get a suggestion of a title of a musical that's never been written or performed before. And, that's, and then it, you just go. We just, just let it rip. It and you yeah. have a bunch of instruments? Yeah, we've got a full band. Um, we've got a pianist, a bassist, and like a percussionist or drummer, depending on the day. Fun, so fun. Yeah, that's totally really fun. awesome. Totally yeah. fun. Great night out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a fun activity. It is a fun activity. I highly encourage people to bring dates or groups of friends mm-hmm. or people they hate. Anyone I was will, say, will have anyone a good time. really. 
there is a list on TikTok of places not to take a girl on a first date, and that is not on that list. No. Cheesecake Factory on that list. That Which is wild to me. I guess I'm not the same. I guess no. I'm different. <laughs> I guess I like that place. <laughs> Maddie, I you fuck with Cheesecake Factory. You love Cheesecake Factory. Like there's, <laughs> I do. There's a lot of choices, and you love the choices. Yes, because you want to know what? You're taking me to Cheesecake Factory. That means we're getting apps. We're getting apps. We're getting drinks. I'm getting drunk on these drinks because it's the Cheesecake Factory, first off. Like, they they don't fuck around with their drinks. If you order correctly, I should state. Um, don't get some fruit fruit or something and then get mad. Anyway, and then you get that chicken Romano, whether it's lunch or dinner. doesn't Forget matter. about it. You're going to want that chicken Romano. You're going to want the chicken Romano. And then you have to get dessert. You're at the Cheesecake Factory. It's not called the Entree exactly. Factory. It's the Cheesecake to. Factory. Do you get dessert? You're getting a full-ass meal. Full and it could be meal. a date you never have to go on a second one of. Right. Right. This podcast has been brought to you by Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> a free meal? Come on. <laughs> it's like five courses. That's Truly. what I'm saying. Like, people who hate on the Cheesecake Factory will find a reason to hate anything. And that's the first time you'll hear it here, folks. <laughs> I'm just trying and to I... do, like, buttons for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Maddie's going to stick to that. And that's Maddie's <laughs> hot take. That's... That's, a, that's a Maddie Lego hot take. That's a cheesecake take. <laughs> that's a cheesecake. You've been cheesecake. <laughs> that sounds awful in a sexual scenario. Yeah, that's, that's anyway. I, I cheesecake this girl real bad. I'm sorry, what, Donnie? I cheesecaked her, dude. I don't want to so know. Bad. I don't want to know. Uh, you said it first. You said Maddie said it first. Not me. I'm not the weirdo. I'm not the depraved one. Well, well. I am a man. I, I do have the the male. She hasn't played brain. basketball. Enough. I gotta go play. I gotta go play ball. I gotta get all this man, these gross jokes out of my head. Or cheesecake someone. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for and, being here. Uh, what a joy. I appreciate you both. Okay, you're here for the hot goss. Here's the hot goss. I met in a jewel parking lot at 11 a.m. this morning and exchanged thousands of dollars for keys to my vehicle that I've owned for five years. And evidently, every bit of it was legal. Okay. This man, this kind gentleman that probably swindled me who's to say well was I went with two of my friends and the guy was very nice and there ended up being some damage that we had to like finagle down and talk about and we thought he was asking for us for us to drop five grand in the price so he says yeah you know my guy estimated five and we there's like a quietness and Katie goes you know I've been doing this a little bit of time and that seems like a lot yeah. of money and he goes five hundred dollar and we're like oh sir that's fine that's total. we can do 500 we can do 500 all day we thought you meant sure. five grand yeah no that's a big difference a so big this man difference. was yes but he was just very nice and mm-hmm. at one point we're signing papers in the back mm-hmm. of my mm-hmm. car you know and Katie comes up and goes, what are you signing? And I go, I don't know. Could be a could be a liver transplant sheet. Who's to say? Because he gave me some sheet to sign. That's going to be the sheet that gets me in the end. But mm-hmm. I said to Katie, it looked like 
kindergartner paper. Like, I was like, this can't hold up in court, even if it has my signature. So I was like, it'll fly. You heard it here first. And I get sued Like, later. is there any reason you would sue this man? No. Then you're fine. Is there any reason you know? he would sue you? He better not. It's a good car. It's to a my great knowledge, deal. it's a great car. And yeah. it was a good deal. And everyone was fair and honest. And the transaction went phenomenally. And everyone Perfect. was very nice. And I was like, Easy. oh, this is what they mean when they say trust your community. <sighs> That's what they mean. So, anyway. Definitely racist, though. The guy we just oh. to was horribly racist. But, um, Rough. I guess, kind otherwise. How do you... So, well, okay. He's from Southern Illinois. Well... You drove up here. Not to drag Southern Illinois, but y'all are... I get it together, Southern Illinois. I've seen Confederate flags still to this day in Southern Illinois. What's going on? What's you going are, on? You've always been in the Union. Get with it. Catch anyway, up. It's embarrassing. So that's all I have to say. A wild morning. Transaction went great. Mm-hmm. Then you just... Obviously, pictures were taken with stacks of money, obviously. And yeah. then Straight driven the briskly over to the bank. Um, where <laughs> I have not deposited cash at inside of a bank in 20 years. That's dramatic, but maybe 20 but years, 15. A minute. Yeah. So I walk in and I, I pick up one of those deposit sheets mm-hmm. and I walk up to the girl and I go, do I need to fill one of these out to deposit money? And she's like, do you have a debit card? And I go, yes. And she's like, just put it in, put it in right here. She hands me the thing and I put my card in. She goes, okay, you can give me, what are you depositing? And out of my sweatshirt pocket, I just pull a stack of hundreds out that are wrapped in a rubber band and hand it to this woman. And she took it. And she gave me back a piece of paper that said the other pieces of paper that I traded in mean this in the digital world. And now I have that much money. Wow. Incredible. You capitalism today. I I capitalized, you could say, today. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wild day. It's been a wild day. But um we are in the process of continuing to pack and move everything. They're um, leaving. We're leaving. We're out of here. Good luck to us. I mean not us, it's just best me. Wishes. That's okay. Yeah. Best wishes to us, me and Pepper. It's gonna be great. It'll be good. It'll be fun. On to on to big things. I I will tell you, when they handed me the receipt from the bank that had the amount of money that I've always needed in my hands to be able to do this, I looked at Katie and I was like, oh, it's, hap- it's happening. This is, it was like a relief. I was like, now I don't have to be so stressed out because the car yeah. sold and everything, everything is fine. Yeah. It'll all be good now. We'll see. That's good. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Like, Next week, it could be a whole different story. Yeah, I was going to say, go downhill real quick. I got to travel across the country. Yeah, by the there's next still time a lot podcast. Yeah, I'll be across the country in the next You'll podcast. You'll be over here, baby. Yeah, I'll be over by you. We'll be one hour apart instead of two. Wild. A quick jaunt. Maddie, what's been going on with you? What's happening on your end? I don't have anything going on. Nothing. We Not take turns. Thing. Have you noticed? We yeah. do a pretty good job. Like, I'll have a couple weeks where I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do any of the streams, basically. And then she covers them. And then somehow the next month, it's like the opposite. And then yep. we come back around. It really yep. is working out quite well. It's good for us. It was funny when we were driving, Katie looked at the sky and she was like, it's a full moon. And look at what we're doing. Like all this stuff. And she's like, 
and you didn't yeah. even mean to do it. I'm like, that's how astrology works. That's how it works, baby. It's all it's real. Science. It's all it's all real. We were looking at the weather to figure out when to go home. Mm-hmm. And Katie's like, just pull up, just pull up. everybody pull up a weather app on your phone and we'll see which one will average out how much snow is probably gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, Katie, I don't I was like, Katie, I don't use I actually called Apple and had them remove the weather from my phone because I don't believe in meteorology at all. I'm well, like, I can't have this. And she's like, You do have to check the weather now that you live. No. In a place like that. And I said, no, because they're never right. Not doing it. And she's like, she goes, you know what? You're right. Because sometimes they'll, you know, they'll say there's going to be a bunch of snow and then there's not. And I go, exactly why I won't look. That's exactly why I won't look. Bingo. So I don't believe in it. You don't have to believe in astrology, but just know I don't believe in meteorology. One (laughs) of us is right. And it's me. And it's you. It is you. Definitely me. Everybody, thanks for staying in tune with us. Thanks for hanging out. Up to date. Hanging out. If your um, Spotify unwrapped contains us, let us know. Give us a shout. Yeah, tag us. Tag us in your Instagram stories. Do it. I love that. Please. I'm begging you. I'm literally, please. I would love to be tagged. I would love to be tagged in anything. Anything all the time. You could tag us in, well. Almost um, anything. Yeah, I'd like to pull back and say almost anything as well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful you have a lot of tiktok followers that will tag you in things out of control they're gonna i haven't posted anything in days now people are gonna think i'm i hope someone's sending out a search warrant for me well to be honest the next time you post it's probably gonna go crazy viral because you haven't posted so they're gonna be like get her back we gotta push her we gotta yeah, push her out push her. or they'll bury it can i oh. tell you what's so funny I posted those TikToks that kind of all went viral, like back to back. They just had a lot of views. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a couple. And one of them I had gotten reported because I had told, I commented choke on someone's post or wow. comment, blah, blah, blah. And nothing. Somehow got reported. <laughs> and since it got reported, I got a community violation, blah, blah, blah. So I screenshotted the community violation and I posted it. And I said, some, like, I said something. I didn't hashtag anything. It just said, like, I am in trouble or something, whatever. Right. It got zero views. Like, it, they didn't even let that go to anyone's for you. And I'm like, that's when Not you know someone's one. watching your profile. Yeah. You're Isn't being monitored. Creepy? <laughs> monitor. Because they saw that and they said, that's not going anywhere. No. Shut wonder, it down. I'm going to look right now and see if it's gotten any views. Because it literally, it had zero views for so at funny. least four days. And I was like, what's going on here? Wild. Yeah, they hid that shit. They hit literally, literally zero view. I you're not gonna be able to see it, but it has zero views. Oh my god, it's crazy. And I literally the caption just says, "This is strike two in one week." I am being watched. Yes, you are. And I have, I have less than a five thousand followers. Get off my back. I'm already. This There's is, someone out in there trouble. doing something worse. That's what I'm saying. I've got to have so many warnings at this. Point. I have to have at least nine. How many warnings do they give? You have to have time in between. It's like tickets on your car. You know, part like when you drive, you got to have space in between. Because if you get too many back to back, that's why I shut the fuck up for a while, and then I get to light a couple people then up. And then you get a yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. And it wasn't. I only got like I got hit for those communism ones. Like two of them got reported. Like, That's come fun. on. But sometimes I re- I appeal them or whatever. Good. And sometimes they say, no, that was bad. They double well, down and they say, actually, you were wrong. Depends who you ask. Yeah, exactly. It's all it's all subjective. That's what I'm doing on the internet, getting in trouble. Someone has to. 
Right. My one cousin, my cousin's wife, uh, she's banned from Twitter. She's one of those people that got banned from Twitter indefinitely because wow. she kept tweeting horrible things at the White House when Trump was in office. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a claim to fame. We love it. But yeah, That's she's fun. not allowed to have a Twitter. Yeah. Good for maybe her. now under Elon Musk's reign. Yeah, maybe she can, she's but... allowed. She's not banned yeah. anymore. Yeah, but she did get the she did get the black mark and... That's so wild. Good yeah. for her. She Stand like it was funny. Even sister. Exactly, exactly. And she, it was funny. Cause she'd post Facebook statuses and be like, "Oh, I'm reported again." And then there was like a final one of like, "Well, that's Goodbye. everything, folks." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that lady. I, like I want to be her when I get older. Maybe you will be. God, I hope. All right. Well, Hannah, are you uh, all caught up? I'd say I'm all caught up. Okay. We'll see you next time.